Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Wednesday, March 30th, with Dave Percival and Adam Caswell. And Grant's here as well. Do you know what? I'm honored to have you in here, Adam. We talk about you all the time. I don't think we've ever done this show together. I think we, uh, maybe not. No, Dan's, it's, it's never been the two of us. Just no. the two of us. And just so you know, just the two of us. Adam Ditto has already brought up that I have a cheat sheet, and and that threw me off this morning when I was preparing. He is a fact checker. I know, <laughs> no, but he said kind of feels that I don't need a cheat sheet. Well, like that, or he wouldn't need a cheat sheet. I mean, yeah. Well, but I but I need no. A cheat sheet. I think it's a great idea. That'll keep us on track, and we won't get off track. Plus, I'm sitting in Dan's chair, so everything's wrong today. Oh, is that Dan's chair? Am That's I sitting Dan's in your chair? Well, you can sit in my chair, but I'm just confused. Oh. I'm looking out the window. Here. I didn't I want can't. to bring it up. I, just, I you know. know. So, so for those of you in your car, we're talking left to right right now, not right to left. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, let's get we'll get rolling with a little Leaf hockey. Hey, a couple of big wins, right? We've got uh, Florida, a 5-2 yep. win, which we've got one over at length on Monday. Yep. 6-4 Boston win. What did you like about that game? Or what didn't you like, Adam? <sighs> well, you know what? It's It's tough to say stuff that you didn't like about that game. Like, they, they had their backup, backup, backup goalie in there. Like, they're, they're one goalie away from grabbing the Zamboni driver. And you know what? He kept them in the game. And you know what? I think that it was a, a solid a solid win. I think that they let their foot off the gas in the second period because they're up a whole bunch. And, you know, when you're up a bunch, it's really tough to, to keep the gas pedal down. Even though it's great to keep the gas pedal down on the Bruins, it's it's tough. Yeah, a 6-1, <clears throat> you're right. And a 6-1 lead, let's face it, the you, you know, once you're that far ahead that early, things yeah. happen and you get a little slack. And, and yeah. I don't think... It, it didn't bring back memories of 2013. I, I knew the Leafs were going to hang on and, and in the win in that the uh, second in the third period. You weren't curled up in the fetal position. No, it rocking brought back on the 2013. Floor. I actually kept my stuff together. It was all good. Um, I was just going to say though, James. I and I, I want your opinion on this too, Adam. James was just saying from here at Hunters Bay. I don't understand why when you're playing that physical crashing team. And Grant, you said it too. Why was Nick? Why was Wayne Simmons not dressed? Would you not want him in the mix against a squad like that? You you do want him in the the mix, but they were up six one without him. Good so point. you know, like it's one of those things that that obviously Sheldon Keith is where he is, and we're where we are for a reason. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> uh, truer words have never been spoken. Although I I I I think that if they were to meet in the playoffs, I couldn't see Wayne Simmons being in the press box. No, I uh, no, I agree. With especially because- after after last night's game and and the way that it was a super physical game and it got really chippy when Boston was down six one. They thought that they could fight their way back by in the penalty box and there was a lot of four on fours in there and that uh that's that's where wayne simmons shines he, he quashes that very Does quickly he ever. <laughs> but but you know as i said two two key wins and again you got to worry about their goaltending like you said adam you've, you've got to be concerned if jack campbell's close to coming back which they say he is 
Um, you know, Shelgren has done a good job yep. in reserve, no question about it. And, you know, I sit here and worry about pick the Leafs apart, and they're still on pace for a record-setting season of points, yep. and they're fighting for a wild-card spot yep. or a second-place spot or whatever you and want to call it. And they have the leading goal scorer in the whole NHL. A hundred percent. Who could be creeping up to that 50 goal mark very quickly. Yeah. I am thinking 50 is going to happen well, in away, Toronto yeah. against yeah. the Winnipeg Jets on Thursday. Now, hopefully this isn't like a goalie shutout where we're talking about it and it doesn't happen, right? No, that's right. Maybe we shouldn't even talk about it. It's like a uh, like a, a, a no-hitter in baseball. Exactly. We should, we're no sitting talking about yeah. it. He might be stalled yeah. All of a sudden he's, he's going to break his femur tomorrow night against the, against the, the Jets and he's done. Exactly. Stuck exactly. at 49. So, yeah, so the Winnipeg Jets tomorrow night, another and two big wins. Hey, I want to bring up about Eugene Melnick passing away. Uh, Ottawa Senators owner, for people that don't, I'm sure people that know sports know all about him, purchased 2003 from Rod Bryden when, mm-hmm. when they were going bankrupt. Yep. Mercurial guy, which means he, he certainly, uh, but, but he, he was passionate about hockey in Ottawa. He was a fan. He was a he huge wasn't, fan. He wasn't, an own, he wasn't only an owner. He was a fan of the game. And that, and, and, and that's great. You want an owner like that. But the, the, the flip side to that is sometimes the owners make decisions with their heart, not their head. And they make snap decisions that they probably shouldn't make. Or if they weren't as engaged in it, they would make a business decision. But he made fan decisions. Right. And let's face it. You and I get this. He, uh, like, the, they soured on him in about 2018. Because he wanted a, he wanted fans to come and watch. He wanted yep. hockey to survive in Ottawa. Yep. And yeah, he threatened we might move it. He didn't want to move it. No. He wanted to draw fans back in. Yep. So he always had the Ottawa Senators first and foremost in oh, his 100%. mind. 100%. And he, he, like, as you said, he brought that team back from bankruptcy. And if it wasn't for Eugene Melnick, it probably would have been in Seattle. Or, yeah, or some or, other outpost. Or Las Vegas or wherever. And they would have moved it. But he he was a very passionate man when it came to he wanted to keep it in the nation's capital and he wanted, you know, more than just Leaf fans showing up when the Leafs play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, a little bit of a laugh. We still I, I bring him up quite frequently on this show. But uh, hey, Phil Kessel, second all time at 965 continuous games. I, it's still shocking to me. The Iron Phil Man. Phil Kessel, the iron, potential Iron Man of the league. Of, of all time. Yep. He's only got to make it for another 33 games, and he should pass Keith Yandel. Take him into next season, though, and I'm not sure six goals is going to cut it with the Arizona Coyotes. Like, he hasn't had a great year in Arizona. Well, six goals would be great because if you think about a fan-to-goal ratio, that's like a big fan-to-goal ratio right there because what's their stadium seat, like 3,000 people? Well, when they move into the high school arena of 1,200, <laughs> which is which they're considering doing, it's going to be quite interesting. <laughs> um, so anyway, I had to bring up yeah. that, he's, that he's done that. It's shocking, but he's but it tells you something about him. Yeah, and, and six goals, it, that's, that's tough. Like, I was reading a, an article on Wayne Gretzky uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how he scored nine goals in his, his last season. That's, and that's true. And and uh, people were people were saying, well, he still scored nine goals. Like, you should keep on playing. And he said, in my heyday, that was a good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, yeah, no kidding. And, and, and so, like... Phil Kessel, he might hang him up if if this if this streak isn't important to him because six goals for Phil Kessel in his day heyday was a good weekend. Agreed again, yeah. You know, for all the fun we have, he was a forty goal, legitimate forty goal oh, yeah. guy in his day, right for sure. Yep. 
Uh, you're a bigger basketball fan than I. Um, understand you're heading to a game tonight. What do you think about these Raptors? A win over the Celtics, underman Celtics. It wasn't underman. It was an overtime win. They. What was interesting about that game is is the Raptors were favored by ten. When when the the game first went, when when you could first bet on the game, the Celtics were favored by two and a half. And then as soon as everybody was dropping out of that game, it was the Raptors by ten. The Celtics took them to overtime. I think it was a better loss for the Celtics than it was a better win for the Raptors. The Raptors should have handily beaten that undermanned team. And if you think that you add a couple of guys to that Celtics squad, the Raptors don't have a chance against the Celtics, unfortunately. But I think that they're going to be the thorn in whoever side they end up playing in the uh, in, in the NBA playoffs because they're going to be in the playoffs. They're not going to I, – I don't think that they're going to be in that play down seven versus eight or whatever it is. Yeah, right. Um, I don't think that they're going to be in that, and I think that uh, you're going to see you're going to see them probably if they they'll probably make it out of the first round, but they'll drive somebody nuts in the second round. Yeah, yeah, you said it. Nobody wants to play them. No, under, under you, that is your worst dream to to get them early on because they can beat any team on any given night. Yep, maybe not quite there as a championship level team, but they're a good, very good basketball yep. team and yep. very explosive on certain nights. Yep. Right, and you've got a coach who has a ring. And a couple of players that still have rings from that squad. Yeah, Nick Nurse is a winner. So <laughs> yeah, any way you exactly. want to it. We were talking, uh, Adam and I were talking earlier, Grant, and you'll get a kick out of this. Tiger Woods, um, <laughs> they had him basically monitored from the time he got on his plane. They were following the plane. Tiger is in Augusta. Everybody that likes golf, he is playing a practice round. That You know, there's, there's what tells you the celebrity in Tiger Woods. Uh, trying to decide, he's probably trying to figure out if he's well enough to play in the Masters here. Well, if he can weeks. walk that course, like that course is, I think it's either the first or second hole, you've got to walk up Niagara Falls. That yeah. that, that elevation change, it, right. you, you you can't see the elevation change on TV, but the elevation change at Augusta is insane and uh to to walk that for for four days five days maybe uh we'll see what happens like he he did play in that match or not the uh son yeah the the pro-am with his son and and they did well but that was only 36 holes um, without without sounding ignorant here, if if you're not physically able to walk it, you're not allowed to play. Like no, you, no, you can't take a cart. So there's no, no exceptions. No, no carts. No. Good. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure. There's zero. You can't take a cart in that. You, you're caddy. Like I was saying that maybe he should see if the rock can be his caddy because the rock <laughs> piggyback can <laughs> piggyback around the course. You know, like you got you, you can carry the bag and tiger all over the place. Faster so. rock, faster. <laughs> exactly. And I think the thing that we know or we understand is that there's no way that Tiger Woods just wants to show up and appear no. and play he wants to play at a high level yep so that he's not at a point where he's going to show up and shoot 90 and be okay with it no he doesn't want to be like the you know those past champions that show up and they get their free balls and then they they have their champions dinner and then they you know scamper around the course for a cool 98 before yeah, they, and they shoot whatever they yeah, shoot exactly, exactly. And, and, and like not saying that i would shoot i, I would shoot 142 million on that course from where they're playing but you know, like at some point in time, you got to say, like, look, I shouldn't be in this. Exactly. <laughs> Even but, though I get an invite. But he's not there, and I hope he's there. It just makes it that much more interesting. If well, he he's, does play, he's right? the guy that's solely responsible for the prize purses that are in the 
the PGA right now. You're right. Like it, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't be making the same kind of coin that they were are making now. He brought celebrity to golf, and he brought viewers watching him play. He made golf cool for kids. Yes, he did, and and he's the most important guy going. You're right, 100 percent. As far as as modern day golf, no oh, yeah. question about it. Uh, we talked about this earlier. I do want to bring this up because you'll find you'll disagree with with maybe the <laughs> you might have a you'll have a disagreement on this. That OT rule that the NFL are going to change for playoffs. So instead of letting the team that goes down and has a touchdown win, everybody's going to get a chance at it. Yep. Now you have a you have a very unique stance well, on that. Adam. I think that soccer actually has this one right. And you, you, if in overtime with soccer, you, you play another 15 minutes. And if you score in that 15 minutes, you, the other team has a chance to score. You play the 15 minutes, and then you go. If you're still tied, then, then you go off to the goofy penalty kicks, which is stupid. But that first 15 minutes, I think that that's super important. And, and you know, it's, it's just like hockey. Hockey, you play until someone scores, but you, you, you play a full period. Football is set up such that it's very easy to get a score, and I think that I don't think that they're. I think that they're going to monkey around with it a bit more before they actually before they actually get it right. Okay. And I don't know what right is. Maybe it's 15 minutes, and then you start kicking field goals. Yeah. Well, you never know if that could, that know? might happen, right? Like, then you start kicking. Okay, you start at the 30, work your way back 40, 50, 60. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance here that you're gonna that you don't you haven't checked this one, but I thought okay Canada soccer right yep which is which I'm really intrigued with right yep. now, uh, first place well there's more to it than you think Panama tonight I think they're playing Panama tonight a tie means they finish in first there is a chance they don't finish in yep. first. And I did not realize, okay, what's the big deal about being first? Are you just in first because you, you know, you finish yep. first? No, there's pods. Yep. And when you when they go off to the World Cup, they want to finish first because that first pod is a better chance of playing teams they can beat. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. Am I on board with yep. this? 100%. So you've got host Qatar, is it? Yep. That they want to play who are going to be in that pod. <laughs> so it's critical that... A tie tonight, uh, it's a tie, right? If they yep. can tie tonight, they guaranteed first, and they need that. Now, what I find really interesting is the U.S., when they beat Panama the other day, they held up a sign that said qualified, but they haven't qualified yet. Right. So the U.S. could, if they lose to Costa Rica for by more than six goals, which is highly unlikely, but to be that bold to say we're holding up a qualified banner already, like Costa Rica's a tough team. And, and I'd we, love to see them score six against the U.S. And for people, I told Adam about this today, for people that are wondering about fan and uh, <laughs> fan participation, we'll yeah. say, Senegal-Egypt played a game in Senegal um, to qualify. And the people in Senegal had uh, a number of pointers and they flashed the pointers at the Egyptian he laser pointers. Laser pointers. You couldn't. He looked like a cat, <laughs> and he drilled. And and I can't think of the gentleman's name, but he's a star in England. He took the first penalty kick with pointers all over him, and he kind of he kind of shuddered and drilled the shot over, and Senegal scored and won. Nobody cares about that. The Senegal fans put the pointer on the Egyptian shooter. Yep. Numerous pointers from the crowd. It was unbelievable. Take a look at it, folks, if you uh, if you haven't. To not good at all. No, it is not. And I, I you know what? But 
soccer fans are lunatics. Like you yes, think they about are. It, they heat up pennies and throw them at the other teams, and they do all sorts of crazy things to try. But and this get pointer the, thing was really not fair. Okay, uh, to the Egyptian a laser shooter. to the eye, <laughs> laser to the eyes. Well, I'll tell you what, this has been a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to have to come back in on Friday. You, you betcha. I. You know what? I think I, I. You know what? If I make the cut, I'll come back in on Friday. Oh, I think you're good to go. I think I think we'll we'll give them a pass right now. Grant. You don't want to fly think? hand solo. No, I'm afraid of going solo. <laughs> Works for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's, a, you know, and I don't, I wouldn't say this on air. Of course, we're off air now, but he's a little more handsome than Dan as well. He's a little easier on the eyes than Dan. <laughs> more so, hair. Yeah, more hair. More hair. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, hopefully, uh, da- hopefully, oh, sorry, we are on the air. I didn't uh, hopefully, Dan's having a great time down. He's, at, I believe, he's at the governor meeting down in Florida with all of the other hockey uh, gurus down. Yeah, there. exactly. So he'll have a lot to report next. He'll week. have a lot to report next week. Well, as always with you, it's been a lot of fun. I'm Dave for Adam and Grant. Have a great one, and uh, we'll be back on Friday with more sports.